And I got my co-host in the building, Rajim in the building. Mr. Make It Happen once again. Let's go. Turn up. Uh, is, uh, <laughs> man, it looks like, you know what I'm saying, our, uh, unfortunately, our international correspondent is outside internationally corresponding. Yes. And she's uh, will come back with a nice report for us. Uh, when she get back, she's out there in uh, Las Vegas, uh, you know what I'm saying, trying to stay, trying to stay, uh, Trying to stay on the game, you know what I'm saying? Not hurting herself too much. So she'll be back next week, coming back nice and safe. Uh, so, but uh, you know, we gotta start it out, man. So uh, how was your week? Hey, man, it, bro, it was I had a really good week, man. Honestly, um what what's today? Uh so day before yesterday was my granddaughter's first birthday. So we hung out at Disney all day, you know how that goes. You know what I'm saying? She made it to one. You know hey! They got good credit. You know how it goes. Till you put that cable in her name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got black belt on there. So, yeah, man. So she had a good time. I can tell you, know, she, she, she's a happy baby. So everywhere we went, man, she was, she was dancing and jumping. And we went to, I got to ride Small World again for the first time in thirty years. Hey. <laughs> I, I had some, I had that song in my head all day long. I forgot how long that song was. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I, I, it's not apparently it's not a small world because this is no, this, no, this is a long ass song. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh yeah we did we just broke some rides with her man and had a good time and yesterday I had a beach day with her made it you know made it her weekend man it's pretty much okay. you know, we had, so we had a good time we had a good time that's, definitely that's good stuff man. how about you yourself know, man what's that. up with you hey uh you know it's it's been good man you know the uh. Took advantage of the uh, still being, uh, you know, what I'm saying, and that service, service okay. and whatnot. So I, uh, you know, got the little four day popping off. You know what I mean? So yeah. I've been up uh, Friday, Saturday, Monday, okay, Monday, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Look, like, I had old five day too. I'm like, what? you know what I'm saying? I mean, every mom's like a four and a half. You know what I'm saying? I did like a little Friday was a little half day type yeah, deal. But, I was on Friday. I you know, so it was, it was just good, man. So I. I've been uh just been chilling, man. Uh those, you know, if you if you listening out there, you might have seen me on my on my Facebook. I just done did my chef boy D killed him with, okay. with the rib game. Yeah, I see, I see my rib, rib game. game, my rib yeah, game. Out for the rib competition. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My real my, my rib game is for real. So mm. I took, took advantage of the um the new okay. grill that I got while I was doing it. It's got like okay. the apps and everything. I just was just like what put the fire on, hit you that like timer, and I was like, hey man, I'm gonna go watch a movie. <laughs> hey, what happened? Now you gonna make me go looking for a, a grill with Wi-Fi? Like, you don't wanna grill with Wi-Fi? Like, yeah, that mug was a joke. So, and also, uh, you know, the my daughter came down to visit and whatnot. So, uh, got to got to spend time with her, having a good time, and uh, and you know, so that's that's how we got down for the week, man. It wasn't okay. too busy, but I was just looking forward to that four day. You know, what yeah, I mean? so yeah. I'm about to take advantage. Yeah, all day. Oh, yeah. also, also, yeah. my wife is injured. 
So she uh, she injured herself. She was Rugged, out there. Yeah, I mean, Rugged Jim was out there being rugged, man. She she got back into jujitsu, right? So she was out there choke holding cats. You know what I'm saying? Breaking arms and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Trying to be be like that. And uh, they go mess her knee up, man. What? She, she she uh she may have tore the meniscus. Oh, in her knee. So now she. Yeah, she ain't she ain't rugged Jen no more. She's crutches Jen. Oh, you're killing me. I'm gonna tell her. I'm gonna tell oh, you. Me, she, you, know, <laughs> you know, I'll be messing with her. You know what I'm saying? She be <laughs> Yeah, I threw my own laughs in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. She's she gonna, gonna find she's probably watching right now. <laughs> <laughs> Great dad joking it yeah, out here. Man. So but, yeah, um, definitely a beautiful, beautiful weekend, man. Yeah, man, it, it's been great. Uh, Florida's been on fire. Um, oh, yeah. uh, it's insane out here with the heat game. Oh, yeah. So uh, it's kind of crazy uh, how everything's been going with that. But you know, yeah. we surviving. And one thing that can help you survive in this wonderful heat game is my favorite time and yours. Yeah, it's always a drink of the day. Yeah, let's go. Oh, drink of the when day. The crowd Gotta love the drink of the day. So, uh, for today, you know, me drinking today, I threw a little, uh, I had a little cherry lime made, uh, vodka, threw a little Bacardi on top of that, got some strawberries in there, and then I have some, uh, cherry lime made freaking, uh, Sparkling water, so I just threw that all together. Okay, and then I just call this a picnic by myself. You know, okay. what I'm picnic okay. by myself. So I'm just hey, enjoying you that. Do what you do, nice little deal. So yeah. talk to me. I know you was being all, you know, what I'm saying uppity last time. You was cutting so, this, apples and all type of stuff. So now tell me what you so got. I thought you, I thought you had the video this week, so that's why I'm making the video. But I did oh, mine. I got. It. I did mine simple. You know what mm. I'm saying? I did. Matter of fact, I did a little bit of. Di Serrano on the okay. rocks. That's all I did. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I, I kept it. I kept it. Look, I kept it. I kept it. I kept it clean. Di you know what? That, you know that what bottle is yeah. classic. That's yeah. a classic bottle, yeah. and there was a whole bunch of uh no. black people that had those like in the seventies had them, them hey. bottles. Di Serrano, <laughs> keep it moving. Them bottles were straight hey. up in the liquor cabinet all day long. Hey, you, know what I'm you gotta represent. Gotta do what you gotta so, do. So, so I ain't gonna call it. I'm calling it Decent Rano. Decent Rano. Call it what? Sometimes you gotta call it what it is. You know what I'm saying? Decent Rano. Decent Rano. It's gonna All get right. you. It's gonna. And hey, look, it's, even if it's a different car, it's gonna keep, still get you to the same destination. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I feel you. And boom, go with it. All right. Well, we are going to keep it rolling out here. We about to move on to the news. Of the week, we got the news of the week that's popping off, man. I, I last week we didn't bring in the uh the wonderful slides, but you know what? I brought the slides back. You know what I'm saying? The slides was back. Okay. So we we gonna pop back the, the slides, slides is back. off. Slides is back. We brought the slides back up in this mug. All right. So first off, uh, one thing that I was looking at that I thought was kind of wacky and wild. Uh, you know, Jaden Smith, uh, said that his mother Jada Pinkett Smith. Introduced a family to psychedelics. What? And this way, this was like obviously Jaden Smith is only 21. So he's not like an old dude or something. So he said that they uh Jada introduced a family to psychedelics. Like, I guess she was kind of doing the things. 
Will, I guess, was getting on them joints. And then they kind of helped based on what Jaden's Jaden's saying is that it helped. He credits psychedelics with helping him deepen his emotion connection with his sister and his half brother. Um, and he made these comments at the uh, psychedelic science conference in Denver, Colorado last week, which I didn't even know they had a conference. Yeah. That was kind of interesting. You know what I'm saying? That was uh, something new. But um, do you feel like this is something that you should be introducing your children to? Uh, man, I'm going to tell you. These days, parents are different. I don't know why. Parents are a lot different. They do they do stupid stuff. I don't know. Um, and like I said, I maybe it's because they're rich. Maybe it's because they're in the spotlight. I don't know. But if you realize, I mean, if you look, I mean, sorry, if you look at it, a lot of the kids, especially celebrity kids, they go through a lot like a lot of stuff we don't go through. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? And it's like I don't think it. I mean, I don't think it's it was a good move. You know, I don't think it's a good move at all. You know, but like I said, it's one of those things to where um, we have to raise our kids. I guess raise them in the lifestyle that we are in. I guess I mean, or for the lifestyle we are in. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. yeah. If I mean, I don't. As a parent, I wouldn't do it. As a parent, I, for example, perfect example, I don't think it's cute. A lot of people like let their kids curse. And they think it's cute. Oh, that's cute. No, it ain't. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel you. It ain't cute at all. You know, uh, they let their kids drink. Oh, let them have a little sip. I mean, mm-hmm. that ain't, you know what I'm saying? Because you're not, then this is me. Like, you raise your kids, yeah. like you raise your kids, but, you know, I don't feel like, I feel like you have to have structure. You have to have some type of discipline to the point where if you know, Drinking is bad. Why introduce it to your kids? You know, and right. then you have, so you know you have to. I guess you got to be able to, you know, take what you can handle. Put it that way. If you're mm-hmm. cool with your kids going through that kind of stuff and you dealing with it and you letting them, then and you cool with the backlash of it or whatever, then hey, you have to decide if that's what you want to deal with. You know, right? But, but me as a parent, like no, I don't. I'm. I guess I'm more stern as a parent because. I also feel like as black men, we raise we have to raise black men different. We have to let we have to we're, we're in a survival mode. So mm-hmm. we have to learn how to teach our kids, you know, how to be quiet when they need to be quiet. Right. That's like the incident where the guy just got shot and killed because he punched his kid mom in the face. Ooh. You, know, you can't punch you can't punch somebody mom in the face and don't expect to get shot. Yeah. You know he had people around him. You know, instigating, you know, and he trying to be, you know, everybody want to be a thug because a thug should happen. And he got shot in the yep. back twice, you know. Yep. You know, so you have to learn. And I say all to say this as a man, especially as a black man, you have to teach the youth, like, you know what I'm saying? No, no one to be quiet. You know, mm-hmm. so you ain't got a raw, raw all the time. We already know as a threat. We already seen as a threat. You know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't raw, raw all the time. You know what I'm saying? Ain't, everything ain't stick your chest out. You know, you, you can't fight the police in the street. You know, you know I mean, if you if you got, if you got something you don't like, fight it in court. But you never win in the street. It ain't never mm-hmm. been a time when the police was like, you know what, you're right. All right, you can go. No, mm-hmm. it ain't never been that type of situation ever. Right, so right. Us as black men, you know, we have to raise our young black men different for survival purposes. So, but do you, but do you right. feel like with it, with this situation, and I know, uh, you know, uh, the things that you were speaking on, but in this particular situation. Outside of, you know, learning how to, 
you know, navigate situations that just deal with being black. But in this situation, this is dealing with like, like, why are you bringing narcotics yeah. or hallucinogens, psychedelics yeah. into your family instead of being able to, like they've been doing, uh, you know, the red, I heard the Red Table Talk supposed to be coming back. What happened to the Red Table Talk or you just sitting down and being able to talk to your kids or just being able to have a good relationship with, with uh, your family and being able to talk it out? Why you got to be seeing rainbows and unicorns that got surfboards on their head to be able to talk to another human being? But That's still, the part that I feel like it's it's one of those things of not being able to navigate emotions and you're not teaching. Because if, you, if you're showing, hey, that this is the only way that I can function, then you're allowing that door to be open because you haven't been able to figure it out yourself. And they may not need it. Yeah. But you, you know got, what I'm saying? You got to understand, too, that a lot of times, I mean, I, I don't know, you know, how many how many parents you, you've seen in this situation, but a lot of parents use drugs as a means, as means of control. You know, so how many times have you seen a, a mother give her kids, like, NyQuil or something, or mm. some type of, you know, say something to put them down and go to sleep oh, or something little, like that? Yeah. Oh, a little something yeah, on yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But... Like you said, it's 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 something different when you're a parent giving your kids narcotics to deal with or cope or whatever. But like I said, we don't the same people, the same person that you know slept with one of their kids' friends. You know what I'm saying? You don't know the mindset. Yeah, of people, yeah. You know, I think that's what yeah. you know the mindset of some people. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? The month of August is coming up. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I've yeah. seen it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, hey, uh, you know, saying for those that are listening, man, we got the Rev done showed up. What's up, Rev? You late, man? Yeah, hey, late. man, I'm, I'm definitely late. I'm, you, I'm you definitely late. I'm hey, definitely you luckily, late. You luckily, luckily, the ushers in the back with the white gloves <laughs> open the door. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so like, I, I like, I like, I like put my finger up and like walked in. You know, you got the holy finger. You put up <laughs> and you have to come on in there. He was almost in the pool pit for a yeah. by yourself. Right. So you know. <laughs> I sat in the back like the like the pastor asked me if I wanted to come up front. And I said, "Nah, I'm I'm cool with the kids. I'm cool with the kids." Yeah, right, right, right. Hey, look, listen to the speakers, man. Yeah. Listen to beats. Y'all stay in the uh, reception hall. Just listen to the speakers. Yeah, indeed, indeed. So first, first off, listen, man. Shout out to everybody that actually makes this thing happen, man. I see my brother with the American flag in the back, man. Rod, you know you're doing it. Um, Amber Lofton, man, you you actually handling your business. That's my child that's actually running down the street, driving too fast. But anyway, um, and you see in the back, man, I'm at my brother's place. Um, I just wanted to come in and um, and say what's up to everybody first of all. And uh, when when I when I look at stuff like this, like like this actually news, like she gave her children, she gave her whole family, introduced them to uh, psychedelics, man. I mean. You know, how do you, how do you actually, how do you actually justify? Like, what, what is it that you actually justify? What do you say? What do you do that actually justifies it being, what makes it okay for you to actually do that, man? And I mean, with everything that's actually going on in this world right now, I mean, I can't actually say that there's actually anything that would do. I mean, I mean, I, I have, I have no words except for the fact that you know that's that's irresponsible. 
So I'm I'm gonna give you that. I'm gonna give you that. So if that's what she wants to do, if that's what she wants to be, and that's what she wants to represent, you know, hey, I mean, there's a whole lot of stuff that's actually going on in the world, but I can't I I, I can't justify. I can't actually say whatever it is. But like for my babies who actually just walked up and actually hollered their dad or whatever, as far as that's concerned, you know, I can't justify anybody bringing anything into my family, into my boys that says it's actually okay for you to say that it's all right for you to indulge in something that's going to be detrimental to you in this world that says that it's all right to do that. So, you know, I got three sons. I got Ethan, Evan, Ellison, man. I got my boys and I, I, I just don't do that. I mean, I got two that are adults and I got one that's a 15 year old that's doing this thing. And, and, and who am I? to actually represent something that says it's okay for you to indulge in this and make it all right for you to actually look at life in this particular situation and circumstance. I mean, I, I, I don't get that. So that's pretty much all I got, man. When I look at my babies, I say, nah, it's, it's, it's not okay. It's not okay. It's not okay for me. It's not okay for them. You know, with, if, if I were to take a drink, then they got that. If I were to do whatever, then they got that. But, you know, it's all about responsibility. It's all about responsibility. And when you relinquish your power to yourself, to the world, for everything that's actually going on, nah, man. I mean, I can give you all kinds of scriptures that say no, 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 and no. Right. Um, but the world does what it does. And that's that's stupid, man. I'm, I'm going to say you're stupid, and I'm going to go on record. And this is not the view of the Mint Ketchup podcast. And whatever everybody says on the Mint Ketchup podcast, I'm going to give y'all your disclaimer where it's concerned. But for me and mine, for yeah. me and mine, the two that are standing right here with me, nah, bro, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah I got yeah, you, man. Yeah, that's, yeah. That, uh, that's, that makes sense, man. You uh, you don't want you don't want to have something else in control of you or, or giving you the wrong perspective of what, what the uh, reality is. And that's one thing that's wild. Because, um, you know, there's people to get out there and they get on something like that. And they can't tell the difference of, you know, the real world that they were just in and compared to this drug that took them, took them to this other place. And they seeing all type of stuff and they end up, you know, running in the street, getting hit, uh, killing themselves because they feel like they got bugs all on them or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You've heard all, all type kinds of, of stuff, that man. thing going on with it. So, you know, I mean, hey, you know, they're, uh, this is, it's, it's a weird world, man. And, and, and that's a different. And, and the thing is that you're, you're seeing that for that family that's being, you know, seen um, through all the different shows and things of that nature. You're kind of seeing behind the curtain, man. And it's like, oh, these are these people really ones to be followed. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people, there's a lot of statements out there that you're kind of just like, man, disappointing uh, because you thought uh, people had, uh, you know, better sense than that they're displaying. But we're going to keep it moving, man. Uh, you know, just like the title of the podcast, uh affirm your actions we got the uh affirmative action situation going on here uh you know you had the uh, supreme court they just made a judgment on the affirmative action in college admission uh it was something that uh effectively cases reach back to ninth or to uh back 45 years in uh invalidating uh administ admissions plans uh at places like harvard and the university of north carolina uh, some of the nation's oldest uh, private and public colleges, respectively. 
um, you know, what the breakdown is on this. And it's, it's kind of wild how everything went down. Uh, you know, <clears throat> you have them taking race out of it, even though that that's uh, sometimes that's been a part of admissions. You have people like, uh, you know, Barack Obama. You got some of the most successful black people that have stepped into the limelight and been successful. And, uh, you know, even the some of the justices, um, their careers have. It's been allowed for them to be able to show that they are more than just their skin due to the fact that their skin allowed them to get into places that normally wouldn't let them into those places to show that they could succeed, which then allowed more people to see that people of those particular races can do more than be a stereotype that they have created. And that is one of those things that the affirmative action has allowed. Like now, yes, I can say that there's more people that are willing and also be, due to the fact of relationships that have been uh, you know, barriers have been crossed and, and families are more integrated and things of that nature where people understand that you have more allies because they're like, dang, why are they treating, you know what I'm saying, my brother-in-law like that? Like, that's messed up because just because he's that and it really doesn't affect people until they are living it and they have to experience it either through somebody that's a family member, a kid that they've had, things of that nature um, and affirmative action has allowed the country to have more successful people to pull from due to the fact that it's allowing people's um, the positivity and their, their skill sets to grow within the nation. So it's made the nation stronger. It's allowed more people within the nation um, to be able to push forward and have those things. And that was one of the things that took... Uh, took precedent and that is allowing people to get the education um at the at the highest level so hey Roz, what what was your uh, perspective on this whole affirmative action being taken away from college admissions have you seen any uh, you know there were have been some effects of some states that i've seen that it's it's reduced the amount of minorities that's entered the schools when some of the states had taken that away uh, have you seen anything and what's your what's your perspective on it I, I look at it like this man I, I mean I don't know about you two and I'm pretty sure you do but I kind of feel like I see something coming you know what I'm saying it, it, I feel like this is a setup for other things for bigger things and what I mean by that is it's, it's there's so many things that are coming to pass that you know we didn't really think you know we didn't think twice about you know so nobody really thought about you know affirmative, affirmative action until you know they decided not to have it. You get what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Because, and I feel like we as African Americans, you know, we we can't get comfortable. You know, so we've gotten comfortable with knowing that things are going to be there. You get you get what I'm saying? So, and you know, I don't want like for example, I have three college degrees, and I never really thought that I got my degrees, I got my education because you know, color my skin because I was, you know, I had to be one of five people of being black and blah, blah, blah. You know, I felt like, you know, I got my education because I worked hard to get it and my career because I made, you know, I worked hard to maintain it and grow in my career, you know, but we can't get comfortable, you know, and that's, and that's, that's the problem because when you look at the news, there's so many different things 
um, that we see now and people are still blind to, but they people see what they want to see, put it that way. You know what I'm saying? Things are, it's, it's, some things are right in front of your face. And for example, we live in a, uh, DeSantis, listen, as much as I don't like Trump. Yeah, my man, Wilder. Look, as much as I don't like Trump, I hate DeSantis more. I ain't gonna say hate. I dislike him more. <laughs> I've never thought it would be somebody I dislike more than Trump. You know what I'm saying? Um, Trump was one of those situations to where I feel like, you know, he said you can't argue with an idiot. I'm like, okay, well, I'm not, you know, it's not it's not for me to get upset about. DeSantos is doing things that, you know, I think he's setting up the country for, you know, I don't know if it's, if, if it's, I don't know. I feel like we're, we're being set up to go to war. I don't know if it's a civil war. I don't know what it is. I don't know what's coming down this pipeline, but it's coming. And the crazy part about it is there's so many educated black people, and not just black people, minorities, period. Um, so many educated people. And, you know, you would, lose, you, would miss, you would miss out on the talent and the experience from so many different people by looking at color. You get what I'm saying? Um, and it's terrible because not to just perfect example, about seven years ago, not even, it wasn't even that long ago, I was sitting in a meeting and, you know, a gentleman decided to put me in check. You know, he put me in check because I used the word and I didn't use it in the context that he liked. And he put me on blast in front of the whole meeting. It's like, you know, big wigs in there and blah, blah, blah. He didn't know me from Adam, you know, but it was one of the situations to where it was like ha ha moment, you know. Regime used that word, you know, didn't use that word correctly, and blah blah blah, you know. And you know the the the, the environment that I work in is predominantly white. Don't get me wrong. Um, you know, my and my life and my family is very diverse. I mean, so anybody that knows, you know, I have no problem with you know color at all. But in this particular situation, it was a you know let's try to embarrass you know the black guy situation. You know, and I, I can't remember his exact words, but that's pretty much, you know, what it was. You know, before you talk, before you speak, just know what you're saying in this environment. It's not, you're not, in the, you know, it's like I wasn't in the hood type environment type of situation. Huh, really? You know, but that's when education comes into play. You know, and that's when I can say, hey, by the way, you know, I'm not an angry black man. You know, I'm an educated black man, you know. And I have these plaques behind me to show that. So before you come at me at that level, you know, know my experience, know that my resume is impeccable, know that I have the education to back it up, you know, and know that I'm not here to, first of all, lose my job over stupidity, you know, over your ignorance. And, but I feel like, you, like you said, and I say all that to say this, you have to understand the concept of where you are as a minority. You can't get complacent and be like, oh, I'm good to go, but uh, blah, because you're, there are situations that we are put in, you know, to that will allow us to look a certain way if we don't watch ourselves, you know? So, and I know I'm probably not answering your question, but um, I said all that to answer your question, I guess, you know, <laughs> pretty much it's, 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 I, I do see it. And so I do see yeah. situations to where, um, you know, colleges are bringing in black athletes, 
Mm-hmm. You know, they're not bringing, you know, I, I want to see colleges bring in, you know, ap- academic scholars, you know, saying these kids that are going above and beyond. That's what, and I don't, I don't feel like, and I don't want to like say, I don't feel like we have to, you know, have a certain um, resume as long as we're doing what we're supposed to do. And as long as we are proving ourselves in that capacity, I don't feel, mm-hmm. I don't see why we can't do what everybody else is doing. You know what I'm saying? Because honestly, this this country was built around what we've done and continue to do, if that makes sense. Yeah. Hey, uh, hey, Clex, what uh, what was your your perspective or, or uh, you have any ideas on uh, that being that affirmative action within the college or the education system uh, collegially being taken away? So I listened to um, <clears throat> excuse me, Justice Katanji Katanji Brown Jackson's response to the opinion that was issued by her colleague mm-hmm. um her colleagues excuse me um i can't remember the other name but but clarence thomas is the reason i can't remember the other dude's name it was uh um, the vote the vote was uh six to three on that one I think. right who's the who's the uh who's the chief justice the person who, who the, the 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 main one john i can't remember his name was anyway i'm sorry but you had uh, Sonia Sotomayor and you had Katanji Brown Jackson, who were the two chief uh, dissenters on the decision. And Katanji Brown Jackson, well, first, Sonia Sotomayor first said that, you know, I am a benefactor of affirmative action. There would be no way that I would have gotten where I got in life, in school. Um, were it not for affirmative action, uh, she being a, and I'm, I'm, I am paraphrasing because I don't know the exact, you know, I, I don't have it right in front of me, but she was saying that, that, you know, you know, I'm, I am a Hispanic female um, and she doubly benefited because she's a female and Hispanic that she got into school, went all through what she went through mm-hmm. and got the position she got to and rose all the way to the the superior court of the nation. And uh, Justice Kataji Brown Jackson was the same way. And she said, this is not just a travesty, but a tragedy in this country's history that you're telling me that just because, and, 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 and unfortunately, like I live in the United States of America. I love the United States of America. You know, I have been reared by those who supported it. My father was um, a, uh, is, was passed on a war veteran and protected the Constitution. He saw no other employer except for the United States of America. And he loved it. And everybody that, that I'm surrounded by, including you two gentlemen, um, having had uh, successful careers in the United States of America, the whole situation is that, yes, this is the greatest country in the world. However, um, my solo opinion is that, you know, um, and I even taught my Sunday school class today. They were part of the doggone Sunday school was, you know, uh, teaching about uh, the future of where God says that things are going to happen to a point to where we won't have to actually deal with certain things and and certain nationalities and certain people actually being enslaved because of their nationality or their skin color or their gender and the whole nine yards. Um, And then they were talking about July 4th, uh, 
the Independence Day, 19, I mean, excuse me, 1776. Absolutely a great day. Yes, absolutely. When this country declared its independence from Great Britain and, uh, and all of that. However, it was 113 years later when people like you and I even got the word that we were free individuals. You know, it was 113 years later, but a year and a half prior to that was when it actually took place. So the piece to that says that a, a and, and what he said was a colorblind constitution, a colorblind constitution, yes. However, a people, the paperwork was colorblind, but a people that did not see you and I, myself, and people like us, and people of all nationalities, including women, that were not equals. It was a colorblind constitution for white men of a certain stature and a certain affluence. They were the ones that that was written for. And yes, it's a colorblind constitution, but no, in, in, in practicum, it was not the actual case. So when, when Rajim was actually saying just a minute ago, you know, I see it and I get it and all of that, the truth states this, that affirmative, affirmative action was a writer. And I don't want to reduce it as a writer, but that's what it was. It was a writer to the Constitution that says, hey, these people matter, too. And it's the same thing when you go into current day, when we go the Black Lives Matter movement, everybody wants to reduce it as well. All lives matter. Oh, we already understand that. But our lives matter, too. And our lives matter where it concerns all of this. So to take it back to reducing or getting rid of, rid of affirmative action as far as education is concerned, you're telling me now that a colorblind constitution is the sole method of the sole activator that provides you the ability, it provides me, you, you all, my children, your children, all of those who we love and people who are all around us, folks that we know and we don't know. It provides unequivocal equality for everyone to get a higher education. And we know that that is not the truth because if I fill out my application, if that is the case, then do away completely with when you're asking for on job applications, college applications, any kind of applications, do away with that line that asks you, what is your nationality? It doesn't matter. If it doesn't matter, if we've got a colorblind constitution, then stop asking me what my race and what my gender is. And you can't say, well, oh, that would be wrong. No, it wouldn't be. Then you would be judging me. You would be judging my application prior to meeting me based solely and specifically on my history, mm -hmm. the, the, the accomplishments that I have actually made, and those things that I present to bring forward as my application to this particular institution of higher learning or this yep. particular whatever. And if you're not going to do that, then you should not get rid of affirmative action because affirmative action says that it does not do away with that question. But what it does is it reduces that question to the place that it should be. It does not matter what my age is. It does not matter what my gender is. It does not matter what my nationality is. And it actually even does not matter what my sexuality is. What matters is what I bring forward 
my history as far as what I have brought to this point, to my accomplishments, to my, whether it be volunteerism or whatever, that is the only aspect that you are asking for as far as my admission to this university and what I present or what I bring yeah. as far as being ready to actually do this. And when that is not the case, when you don't do away with all of those other cases, with all those other questions, then you are not doing the fair thing. And yep. I don't care who says it. You can be the Supreme yep. Court of the United States or whoever. You're not doing the right thing. We can have all kinds of other conversations. But if you don't do it away with those other conversations, then shut up and don't talk to me. Because yep. what you're not doing is you're not being equal. You can tell me that the Constitution is unbiased and is colorblind. But when you add in those other questions, you're adding in the colors that you're saying we're colorblind. You're adding in, oh, let me tell you who I am and where I came from. No, no, no. And no, 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 no. And that's where I am with that. Got you. No, but I'm totally like I'm on I'm on board. It's either either you uh acknowledge that there are um you know hypocritical, stereotypical situations that'll take place, or you say they do not exist, so you take all those those questions off. And that's pretty much where it is. So if you keep it on there, then you're acknowledging that there's people that's gonna have prejudice. That's have. what I'm saying. Yeah, like, so it's it's one or the other, and I, I totally uh, I totally agree with it. And the thing is, is that uh, yeah, it's just gonna be a hard thing, and, and there's gonna be bad effects due to the fact that yeah, all some of those other things are still gonna be there, and people can, you know, a lot of the colleges have been talking about that they are still going to go about their process and try to include diversity in their universities and whatnot, but. It's going to be a difficult thing to overcome uh, as they go through it because, you know, you know what's wild and I mean, the way and everything, you know, you know, what's wild is the two universities that actually brought forth this, this whole situation that actually rose to the Supreme Court were Harvard University. And it wasn't on their part that it was brought. What was the other university and Ivy League college? And it was people that said, no, uh -uh, this is not right. It was two universities that brought yeah. this whole situation that sent all the way to the Supreme Court. Just two. Just yeah. two. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It's wild. It's wild. Some of the, uh, some of the things that, and how those, uh, those can bring those, those situations forward, but we're going to keep it moving. Let's and now we're going to roll with, Let's figure out how good Rihanna oh, really oh, is. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Because hi uh, Rihanna. Anyway, first deals. You know, we had our our perspective on here, but uh, Rihanna was the first female artist to have ten songs with a billion Spotify streams. Yeah, and I want to know. And I want to know, like, <laughs> what level? Where is in the stacking order of? Female artists, R&B, music, things of that nature. Where is Rihanna, Rajin? Where is she? Uh, she was in the room. <laughs> hey, boy, gonna kick my ass. <laughs> I look. I hope. We just, I, hopefully, that's your wife's nickname. Look, I'm just gonna say. For real. My bad, cuz. <laughs> just bullshit. I was just bullshit. <laughs> you know this. <laughs> Since I didn't agree with him, just in case you're watching the podcast, it's just him by himself. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, hey, so, man, listen, man, I like Rihanna, bro. Yeah. Uh, 
And what I like, I'm saying what I like about Rihanna. Rihanna has always kept it classy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. I mean, I, all these young girls is coming up. Big Lotto, Coyle Ray, um, Erica Banks. All, I like, like I like, I like the whole. You know, I have to give them a chance. You know, yeah. and being being at this age in this generation, we stop giving new music a chance. Like, mm-hmm. even if I don't ride on the street playing it, I have to allow them to express their art form. And yeah. you know what I'm saying? And I think about it, and I'm like, I used to think about, it, I'm like, man. This girl ratchet in the mug. But then you think about it, we had Luke. We had Uncle Luke. You know what I'm saying? So we had Jam Paul and Spray. We had Luke. We had, you know what I'm saying, Master P. We had, we had, we had Tip Drill. So we can't say all this stuff is ratchet and not give. I mean, it was ratchet. It, it was, was, we, we did our ratchet. But we did, we did, we did, we did, we did too. Mm-hmm. But what I like about Rihanna is she's very classy. You know, she's always been classy. Um, I like her music. She can sing. I like, like I said, I listen to the. I'm I'm a, I'm a writer myself, so I listen to her music. Uh, I know she has writers or whatever, but yeah, I do yeah. listen to I listen to lyrics or whatever. Um, and like I said, I, I I think she deserves that honor. You know, where where, where are you putting her, man? Where are you putting her? She, is she top ten ever? She top five. Top five ever. Ever R and B. That's what I'm saying. Oh, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Are That's what I'm saying. Like I'm I'm going like I'm saying how. I'm saying, how good is Rihanna? That's the, I that's say, the question. I give a top 15. Top 15? What? Yeah, I give a top 15. Yeah, top 15. All right, so uh, Reverend, Reverend Steve, man, talk to me, dude. You, you would say Listen, top 15. I mean, talk to me. That, how good uh, yeah. is Rihanna? I think he dropped her too low. I honestly think he dropped her too low because when I look at 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 females and I look at the game and I'm talking about hip hop, I'm talking about R and B, the whole nine. If I'm, if I'm looking at a crossover artist, man, um, and y'all might disagree with me, this would be my top almost five. Yeah, they, he he finally brought out the the Malibu are, Black, are, are they my man. Uh, but listen, <laughs> so, so 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 listen, I'm gonna say this. Right. I'm always going to roll with the queen. I'm talking about now. You didn't ask me this, but I- I'm going to let it go with this. Queen I'm going to look at the queen. Latifah. Oh, Come on, man. Dana Owens. <laughs> Dana Owens. I'm looking at the queen. <laughs> I'm looking at Queen Latifah. I'm talking about light. Um, And then um, one of them Roxanne's because it's a whole bunch of them. The real Roxanne. Um, the real rock band is my honestly, girl. Though, honestly, though, like, like, like real talk, though. Let's let's let's. Hold on, I'm gonna catch y'all with real talk. Like, you say that, but you can only base that on a couple of songs. I look, but I'm talking about I'm talking about lyrical skills and what they put down. So yeah, okay. If I say what's in print, okay, cool. But we listen to okay, fine. So 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 I'm gonna get Roxanne an honorable mention based on that. I, I I get you. I'm gonna fall for that one. Okay. But I'm saying Eve Eve was the but, business. But you're talking about rappers, and Rihanna is a lot of things. She is. That's what, so that, but so I'm putting her, I'm putting her in that spectrum though. I'm actually putting her in that circle. So Rihanna is she. When you say top, I'm gonna give you. You said you top at? fifteen. I'm gonna give her about seven. I'm gonna give her seven. If I'm gonna name off those. Oh, so you. So you're saying top seven. Let's go one through ten right now. R and B. Let's go number one. Number one. Hip hop. Everybody. Number one. Female number artist one? Rihanna. Queen. And I'm still gonna give you Queen because she Ooh, does what? rap and R and B. Look. 
How can Queen Latifah match up to Mariah Carey or Beyonce? Missy Elliott. Okay, so if we're going purely hip hop, let's back off. Let's back that's, off. What I, that's what I said. I said female artists. I'm talking about like, okay, so our culture, female artists, which is going to be hip hop, R&B. All right, Where so I'm going to give you right. You know who else is hot right now? That's Go ahead. I think it's above that might be right there with Rihanna. Doja Cat. Doja Cat is a beast, dog. Now, okay. now I'm going to tell you this. Let me, let me say this. Let me give you let me let me give you a disclaimer, a caveat. You made you made a statement earlier in your comment, Rajim, that a lot of us don't give new artists the time of day or the credit. I'm one of those dudes. I'm one of those dudes because I'm not giving new artists. I don't care if you male, female, whatever. You really got to get it in for me to actually sit down and listen to you. So um, w- with that being said, then I might be out of this conversation. However, I'm going to give you mine. Like if I'm saying just straight up r and I can name you quite a few that, that, that rank above Rihanna, but I'm telling you, she's in the conversation. The girl is bad. Yeah, conversation. Don't no. wrong. Yeah, so, I mean, conversation. so, so Razim said top 15. Are you agreeing top 15 for Rihanna? So, so what I do is I'm just saying, I'll be like, mid and I'll back. I'll admit and I'll back down with what we said. Now, if we're going to put those benchmarks in, if we're going to put those goalposts in, all right, I'm going to agree with you. Top 15. So top 15. And I say, I say top 15. Cause I'm thinking about people like Anita Baker. Shani, yeah. Yeah. Patty yeah. Lula, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Those, 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 that's, that's why she falls to Cause there's other people in it. I'm going to tell you. Huh? Two, two, Jennifer Hudson. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Fantasia. All day. Fantasia. You know what I'm saying? It's cat, it's females in there that um my girl, what's my girl? Um Jasmine Sullivan. You know what I'm saying? It's it's females in there that that, that represent. But you I mean Kiki Wyatt, if you really want to go there, Kiki Wyatt is a bad girl, right. even though she'll kill you. She'll kill you, she'll mess you up. I look at it like, like this. Like you have to put in voice, you gotta put in hits, you gotta yep. put in ha- writing, you gotta writing. put in influence. Yep. So when we look at that pile, right? We look at a pile of people, right? Rihanna does have large on the influence. She is right behind Beyonce on the influence game. I would have to put her at like if Beyonce is the highest influence game because it's really been musically more than anything else. Her hive is crazy, but also I don't know if the other pieces of influence I would say Rihanna has her because like Fendi and all that. Like her her clothing influence is wild. And yeah. you know what I'm saying, and all that stuff that she has going on that musically, when they when you look back and when they first kind of came out, Beyonce and Rihanna was here. Yeah. And then Rihanna stopped making music. That's the was, only reason that she's she making everything else. Like, well, that's, but that's, but like, that's the whole deal. Is that you look at it and you go, she is still one of the most known, hasn't came out with an album in forever. And if, yeah, she came out with, if, if she was coming out with music at the same level as Beyonce, who would be more influential? You know, that's like, the that's same conversation. Like, that's a wild. That's a that's a wild it's thing. Hard, yeah, 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 like, yeah. But you know, but you at look that, at it and you go like, who would be more influential? Because they were tied. They were like, like when you look at back when Rihanna came out, Beyonce and Rihanna was like the two women. They were like. They were like, now you got um, people Nicki like Nicki Minaj and, and Cardi B. They were like here. 
Yeah. Y'all remember when we had, do you guys remember when we had on the finale and the two, the two shows coming up to the finale, we were talking about, you know, male influence and we were talking about crazy because we were talking about Jay-Z. If he was actually making music and actually pushing the music out right now, where would he actually be? My nephew asked me the other day, he said, Uncle Clexton, he said, where would, if Tupac was still alive, rank actually in that? We, we had the same conversation in the last two to three shows coming up to the finale last time, and now we're having the same conversation where it comes to his wife. We're coming to, so, to Beyonce. That was interesting what my boy just said. My boy's like, you know what I'm saying? Rihanna's she up there, but she in the conversation, but she weak. And she, he said she's a weak singer, in his, in his opinion. You know what I'm saying? So you got to think. like, but, but my whole deal is like, do you think Beyonce is the strongest singer? I don't think Beyonce is. She's no, a no, I don't. Way, there's way no, more people I'm that about, got better voices. Hey, than I'm about to say something right now, and I said what I said, and I'm about to cause a problem. Go ahead. My, I know, like, I know my sister watching this. She a Beehive fan. She is a Beyonce fan. But I'm gonna tell you who I think can deal with Beyonce when it comes to singing. A lot. Kelly Rowland. Kelly Rowland. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna blow your mind right now. Billy Eilish. Okay. Oh, Billie Eilish is the bad okay. girl. That's, look, look, but this not. Look, I can I'm trying to tell you, Billie Eilish right now. is a beast. Look, I can tell you, know you right now. As a voice, as a voice wise, there are a lot of female singers that sing better than Beyonce. Beyonce's yeah. just a better performer. There you go. Beyonce, there you go. All day long. Beyonce is a showmaker, she's a better performer. I'm going to say, and I'm a, I'm a cause an even bigger riff, Rajim. I'm telling you that Kelly Rowland is better than Beyonce. What? Yes. Oh, yeah. Fight. Hey, now, I'm about to start a fight. And boy, these are, this my is the, this. Brian, my boy Brian on right now. His wife have... is a diehard Beyonce fan. Man, you Kelly Rowland, Kelly Rowland will light it. Beyonce up. Look, you got all the, you got all the light skins mad now. You say uh, what? <laughs> Okay, okay, all right, all right. Put a Beyonce song. So put a Beyonce song next to motivation. That new new song she got. What's that called? She got good songs. Like, look, her Beyonce song making, her performance is not, that's not an issue. There are people that could do, there's not a song on Beyonce's joint that you could say somebody else could not do because of voice performance. It's more or less of her her performing. Her her performing, yeah, I agree. But as of saying that vocally, she was just Mariah Carey because Mariah Carey has a voice that's like nobody can do her voice because it's insane. But But she's not a performer. That's what I'm saying. Like Mariah Carey, think about if Mariah Carey had performance of Beyonce. That would be insane. Oh, Mary J. Blige had. The performance Ooh. of Beyonce. Mary J. Blige can blow, but her dancing skills is a little less. It's right here. Listen, it even, it even for real now. If we if we talk about Mary, if we talk about Mary J, Mary J, it took her a while to come up to because Mary J, listen, her first two albums, it was flat, baby. They was flat. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm talking about as a vocalist. Mary J, Mary J was flat. She was, but she was a good, she was a decent performer, which carried her to into a spot. But Mary J is stiff. She like she got two sticks on her back. So okay. <laughs> but I'm just I'm just a you know, I'm just, you know, they don't dance no more. They don't dance no more. Anyway, I'm just saying. 
That's my dog, though. Y'all need no, but 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 now, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's a it's an interesting question. That's why I posed it because I was like, man, if you look at it and the influence, because I would say most the two most influential influential women in music, besides Taylor Swift, are those two women. And she jacked it up recently. Let me say that. So, I think so, so I look at it like this. I'm like, man, if Rihanna made music consistently on the level of Taylor Swift and Beyonce, how would she be the, the, oh, the she, queen? Like, would she, she be the one? I think so, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Because her hits was hits. So let me ask you this. Like, so let me ask you this. I'm going to make this even a little bit more complicated. Let's go. So how do you feel? Where do you feel they, they will fall if, say, Aaliyah was still around? Well, look, I'm biased because mm. when you have the production of my dog, Timberland, Timberland. the R&B king, I'm saying. It's okay. just like, if you got that and you can say, hey, just like Justin Timberlake, you like, yo, Justin Timberlake albums, well, besides the last one, hopefully this next one's dope, but when he when he jumped with Tim, every track was fire, and you're like, yeah. oh, and, then, and then you yeah. say to Leah and say, "Hey, we just gonna make albums." Oh, Leah could be, yeah, oh. I, I guarantee Leah would do it. Do, oh. do some type of some oh. type of hit with Ka- DJ Khaled. Yeah, Timberland. Timberland makes superstars. Timberland makes superstars. He really does. I mean, let's 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 jump let's jump the shark for a minute. So Ludacris came out of Atlanta, right? Ludacris teamed up with Timberland and he jumped off. Disturbing the peace. I'm not taking anything from them, right? But when Ludacris made Fat Rabbit, and and that was a Timbo, that was a Timbo joint, right? Timbo all day. I mean, after that, then it was like it was stars. It was stars for him at that spot. So Timberland. So to answer your question, yeah. All right then. Yeah. We said something about Beyonce. We did. We did. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Look, look. And my sister, I knew y'all were. Y'all were oh, oh, here she come. Y'all weren't finna get no more when I talk about Beyonce. <laughs> the the truth happened. Hey, hey, sis, I didn't say nothing about Beyonce. I'm just going to let you know. That. I did. I did. I did. <laughs> Kelly Rowland is better than Beyonce, <laughs> she said, sis. She said, the Beehive is here. Y'all better stop oh, playing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, sis, yeah. your brother don't want to say it, but Kelly's better than her. Kelly's better hey. than her. I'm just saying. Sis, oh, I didn't say nothing. You know, I love you. I love you. I didn't say nothing. I'm Don't a, give her my phone on. number, Rajim. Don't give her my phone number. Yeah. I won't talk to you. I'm gonna make yeah, sure she. I'm gonna allow y'all. I'm gonna allow y'all live. So we gonna we gonna keep it pushing real quick. Yeah, we gonna do a little uh verses. We have, we have our own little verses situation here at the Mickey okay. Podcast. I've done switched it up a little bit. Uh, so now I'm gonna go to this little uh music of the more or less music of the week. But now I've been doing this kind of verses situation. So we gonna pop this off. These are the two albums that I listened to this week. New ones okay. that have come out. We got Kodak Black. Versus little Uzi Vert, right? So we got Pistols and Pearls, Kodak Black, uh, songs that I enjoyed was Flirting with Death, Getaway, Die Today, No Love for a Thug. And I will give my, let me give my review of this album. Kodak Black makes me angry. This is why Kodak Black makes me angry. Because what? he is a really, really good writer of songs and does have good introspective 
in the songs that he makes. He has really good songs where you're like, oh man, this is like, he's telling a story. He's talking about how, oh, I need to overcome this. I need to be better at this. And has wonderful background, good melodies, good choruses on those songs. Additionally, he has, of course, you know, you got to feed the people of today and talk about, hey, I'm taking drugs and doing dumb stuff. But then also he does dumb stuff. Like, yeah. hey, I got to get in jail. He has a song literally talking about, hey, I've been in jail too long and I don't get to take care of my son and he's missing me. Like, he's talking about this in a very eloquent and nice way, the way the song goes together. Like, it's a good song. But what about the gym? You can play this album. I can, I can I need to turn this album. in. What? Look, I can play this album from front to back and be like, okay, it's a good album. You know what I'm saying? Not the best of the best, but it's a good album because it has multi different ways that it goes and he, and he uh, can yeah. give you everything, right? So then we go to the pink tape by Little Uzi Bird. You have uh, songs like I Just Want to Rock, which has been out forever, it feels like. And then uh, there's uh, I with uh, Travis Scott, and then you got Nakamura uh, on there as well. I, there are 20. I think 26 songs on this album. And I found three, y'all. <laughs> I'm just saying, I found three. And I am, I would say, because I've listened to more and more music by doing when we're doing this podcast, I have opened my mind up to a lot more artists. And I'm willing to listen to them and understand, like, hey, they're uh doing their thing, right? For sure, in this versus, go get Kodak Black's album. Little Rose's <laughs> Bird album is I don't, trash. Like, it's hey. trash. Like, I, it's trash. It's, I don't like it, and it sounds the same all the time. And then he threw some rock on the back end, and I was like, what are you doing? Like, can, I buy, can, can I bow out gracefully? I'm, Rajim, I'm going to let you go. I'm just going to leave this go. Can I bow out gracefully? I refuse, <laughs> I refuse to listen to a dude whose name is Lucifer. I know it's a play. I know it's a play on words to name himself Lil Uzi Vert. I refuse to listen to a dude who named himself Lucifer. I even got one better than that. I refuse to listen to a dude who put a diamond in the middle of his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I mean the last five lives. I refuse to listen to a dude who named himself Lucifer. Put a pink well, diamond in the middle of your forehead. What did you? As, as long as you're, the thing is, is, as long as you're not influenced. <laughs> that's the yeah. most important part. I am not people, influenced. I am not influenced because I refuse to listen yeah, to this. Dude. I there, are, say, there are people that are not named Lucifer that out here doing Luciferian things. So I like that that name. So I like that. I want to What's the song he got? I want to rock. rock. That's the jam, yeah. though. I like. He it. don't say nothing. Yeah, he don't say nothing. Yeah. I want to rock. To me. I don't care what he's saying. It sounds like I want to go to hell, and I don't want to go, so I ain't listening. Look, look, if, if I mean, if that was the theme song on the way to hell, guess what? People would be like, people <laughs> would be like, oh, 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 oh I want to rock, 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 rock. They'd be like, oh, I didn't know it was going there. But hey, theme song is kind of dope, though. Yeah, like you do remix of Tupac. Nah, bro. I'm sorry. Uh, mm -mm. <laughs> At least it'd be, it be fun on the way there, I guess. I don't know. No, it won't. No, because it's hot. Have y'all been, been in Florida this whole time, right? Yes. Yeah. 
It's 98 degrees in Pensacola. Y'all down Mark, south. Mark, oh, it's, 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 it's what? One, one more degree? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I ain't fine. going to hell, so y'all listen to Lil Uzi Bird <laughs> by yourself. <laughs> I mean, look, if you if you outside, it already almost feel like it. Listen, I'm yeah, sitting look. on the porch. It's hot, baby. It's hot. The fact that you sitting outside is funny as shit. Uh, look at it's that. Funny. Look, you done, you done educated everybody no, out here no, that his name. That. Look, up, I didn't even until, until you said it. It didn't click with me. Either. You, hey, look, man, you deep, you deep in the like, like, Oh, hey, here, here at the Midcast Podcast, you always learn something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I ain't you know, know that. that. It's our unprofessional intelligence. We did not know that. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, no the dude's name is a play on words. No, thank you. You can have it. Well, little Eddie Vert, the the. I thought it. I thought it lives. I thought he's riding around with a gun in a convertible. I, <laughs> in a vet? No. He was, he was, he was, he was You're stupid. A, was, he was speeding with an Uzi like, that's I was like, man, that is a, that is a hell of a that's name. That's funny. No, no, bro. Okay, no, we, learn, we learning things out here. Okay, then. We, we learning yeah, we things learning out that. here. You know what I'm saying? Good stuff. Good stuff. On to the next. On to the next. On to the next one. So now... You know, uh, is there is there anything else? You know what I'm saying? I know we got the mom and uh you know we kind of brought that up. We got the mom and the and the son, you know what I'm saying? Dudes can't be trying to knock out people's mamas. Yeah, so I would say I would say 99.9% uh, of people that love their mom would have killed that dude. So yeah. I'm just saying that's go. pretty much what's gonna happen. Uh I don't know if anybody go. out there uh, oh, I do. I, I would love else. to find somebody that disagrees that 99.9% of all sons that love their mother. Would have shot that dude in the back. Yeah, yeah. he gotta go. He yeah, gotta go. Yeah. All right, Roz, what you got, man? So also, man, um, the lady who got off, I didn't say she got off, but they said it wasn't enough evidence. The the white lady that shot the lady through the door. That was oh, yeah. That tell was me, tell me about it. I don't know. Yeah, that. so the lady I haven't heard so it. Apparently the lady was um messing with the lady kids. Mm-hmm. Um I can't remember exactly where it was at, but the lady was um the white lady was um you know, getting on to the kids or whatever. And the black lady went over there to confront her mm-hmm. and was on her doorstep, apparently at her door. And oh, the white lady shot, that? shot through the door and killed the lady. Oh, live? wow. Yeah. And then they Where'd said Where she live? I, I can't remember. Oh, it's probably a state that said, uh, if somebody's yeah. on your porch and you feel like you feel for your life, you can shoot them. Yeah. Please don't say Florida. Please don't say Florida. Don't say it wasn't enough uh, evidence to bring charges on but you know and and so this is a good good um a good good start to what you think about that so i kind of feel like you know with with that and this is this is a, one of our new segments what you think about that so i'm gonna i'm gonna ask Clexton since he's on it what you think about this so mm-hmm. when if a lady is trying to defend her kids right and she goes to someone's house and then she go through the door do you feel as a, because there's a white woman killed a black lady. Let's reverse the roles. You know what I'm saying? Do you think this outcome would have been the same? What you think about that? Okay, um, I got I got two statements on what I think about that. Can I say this first? And I'm 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 going to answer your question, but I'm gonna answer in a roundabout way. First of all, I'm not going to somebody else's house if my child is not actively in danger. I am not coming to your house. If I bring it to you, then I get what I get. If I bring it to you, I get what I get. Okay. Secondly, now, if I am actively involved in protecting my children, 
If I got to come to you to protect my children, that's something completely different. I'm not coming to your house just to come for you because you came for them. I'm going to get it a different way. So that's what I think about that. Was she right to protect her children? Absolutely. Was she actually protecting her children just to go to this lady's house? Nah, dog. Was she right to die? No. So what I think about that is it's threefold. Protect your kids. Stay in your lane. Don't take it. We are in a society that go, oh, I'll come where you live. Drop the Addy and this, that, and the other. I am not coming to your house with that foolishness, whatever it is. That's what it is. I'm, uh, you know, what I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat due to the fact that um, you always know when, and if you've ever been in a, a situation where you can feel the escalation, you have the opportunity to like, okay, we're gonna de-escalate this because it's not worth it, and you don't know, especially if you don't know the person and don't know how they get down. Now, if it was one of your boys, y'all was tight for a long time, something happened, you had that friend fight. Like most people's have kind of a friend fight where it's like, oh, we friends, and you know, it's like you just mad. You don't really want to hurt the person. You love them, but you just like ah, or or fight with your brother. Things of those type yeah. of things. So you kind of know that the outcome is. Not, I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm just trying to get my emotion out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And you're like, oh, you took me to this place. Compared to somebody you don't know, where hey, you don't know. Just like you said, knock on the door, and they sitting there about the um, about the uh, bus bus the bust the, the, the shoddy outside of the door and things of that nature, you don't know what those fo- folks are about, you know? Um, and you're not protecting your children in that way because if you're not here, guess what you can't do? Protect your so, children. So you've already made the decision that you're not really protecting your children. The way to protect your children would be like, okay, let me show you as an adult when you grow up, this is how you handle a situation. If they really, if they're really in danger, I'm calling the police. I'm calling the school. Determining whatever it had to be that it, the the situation, you're going through the right course of the course of uh, action to make sure that your kids see because those are things they remember. They gonna see how you handle it, sure. and then that is gonna be the way they handle it as, as they, they handle situations. So, situa- right. so you have to be that example. So being a, being in that and not handling it the proper way. Also, you're not protecting your children because you ain't here no more. You yeah. haven't resolved nothing. And now you left your kids more vulnerable than they were before. True. Yep. So you didn't handle it properly. And two wrongs, like they say, two wrongs. Make right. make woman, right. The right. woman was wrong on the outside because she was fearing for her life because, hey, maybe she did some dirt. And now she's like, oh, snap, they coming after me. She she don't know uh, either one of them. And they like, hey, we done escalate this to another level that it didn't need to be. It could have just been a conversation. Hey, it could have been a phone call. Like, dang, like get a phone or something. Text yeah, so, and, like, and I, will, I will say, this, this wrong says two lefts make it right. Just so you know. <laughs> you know what? If you keep taking but, left, on, you went right somewhere. On the podcast, we learned a lot. <laughs> so, Look I will say this. So, in the state of Florida, uh, with July 1st, you don't need to consider what to care. You know, and people are unsta- unstable. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're literally currently in the wild, wild west. You know, say so you don't have to have a, a weapons license. Uh, what is it? Concealed weapons license to carry. You know what I'm saying? And as of July 1st, so yeah, you know, I'm saying this for people out there: be careful. People are crazy. People, people who don't understand the law are crazy. People who understand the law are crazy. And 
I would say don't run up on somebody's house. You know what I'm saying? You know, this is what <laughs> my, my dog Rugged Jen I didn't do <laughs> so but I will say like I said I will say this uh, I tell I tell my kids this all the time uh, real talk before you make a decision you got three seconds to make a good decision or a bad decision you know what I'm saying you got three seconds you know and I use a football analogy just like I tell my, my football players that I coach you know um, you know, I tell my quarterbacks you got three to four seconds to get out of that pocket you know what I'm saying get the ball out or you got to get out of the pocket. And same thing for, you know, when you make a decision. I, got, I mean, I'm, I'm a concealed weapon carrier, and, you know, I got to know if I'm about to shoot you, I got to make sure that if I'm shooting you, I'm in the right. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it's, it's a split decision, and it's terrible because we live in a state where it's iffy. You know what I'm saying? It's a stand your ground. You know, stand your ground, stand your mm-hmm. whatever. Um, so you, if you pull a gun out, you better be ready to shoot it. And then you gotta be ready to deal with the consequences that come behind, you know, behind shooting somebody. So, um, but like I said, it was, it was a situation. It was unfortunate. Um, the kids lost their mom. Um, and now the lady, she wouldn't get no charges cause you know, they, they feel like it wasn't enough evidence or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So tell us out there, you know, uh, that are out there listening uh what do you think about that you know uh in that same situation um you know what's what's the right course of action you know we got uh most of us here saying hey why are you even going to the house but hey other people may have a different perspective and and something that would would turn out differently if you put that forward so um that was our what you think about that but what this you think week, we don't have we're gonna have some new ones every week we come into what you think about it we usually we're gonna take some article or something that we've seen try to put you in that situation see what y'all talking about see what y'all thinking about also want to put it out there we want to make sure that you guys are touching base with us go out there jump on the mint ketchup group page it is open to the public on facebook we out there, we throw some of the articles that we may talk about. You can put some information on what you may want us to talk about. And we'll look at that stuff and see if we can put it on the show as well um, to be able to help out everybody and, and give some more perspective and different uh, angles on some of the stuff that goes on with that. Uh, additionally, uh, you can find us everywhere that podcasts are streamed. You Spotify, Apple uh, Music. Uh, Google, all those things, and uh, Amazon as well. So you can find us if you're listening in the car on the way home, on the way to work early in the morning. Oh, what's on? Make sure that you click the stars. You know what I'm saying? Give us some stars out there. Rate us. Give us a little something. And if you are uh, listening or watching, make sure you jump over to YouTube and subscribe. subscribe. We're looking for those subscribers, man. So go over to YouTube. We do the visuals uh, as well as, of course, we got the audio, but we do the visuals to make sure you can see who's actually talking, see the faces, see the expressions, be able to laugh with us, joy with us, uh, you know what I'm saying, have a good time with us. So go over to to, uh, YouTube, subscribe. We also, of course, stream it on Facebook uh, in our group page as well as uh, we do have the Mint Ketchup uh, friends page. You can just uh, request a friend, friend request and you can jump in there as well. So uh, we're trying to make this thing grow, trying to be entertaining, trying to put a little knowledge out there. Like we said, we always have different guests, different perspectives. We got the perspective of Leah. She always be bringing it to us. Hopefully she's getting home safely. Um, as well, we want to make sure that everybody is is uh, taking care of themselves mentally and physically. And we want you always, you know, if you have any issues, any um, 
concerns, if you're not feeling right, and, and you're thinking of, you know, trying to end it or, 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 or those things are creeping in your mind. You know, there's people always here, always go to your friends and family, let them know you got to talk about it, you got to speak out. But also, um, if you're running to the last resort, make sure that you uh, utilize the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-TALK, 800-273-8255. Uh, you can find me, Lofton. I'm on the Twitters at Lofton underscore MKP on the Twit Twits. You can find me at Hayes Adonis on the uh, Instagrams, uh, as well as, you know, just look me up on, on the Facebook with the uh, the person the last. Roz, man, where can they find you? Hey, they can find me. He the author, man, um, on, on Twitter, on Facebook. Um, LGI, let's get it on Instagram. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook, LGI, let's get it. Also, I want to send a shout out real quick. Check this out. I was supposed to do this last week, and my I didn't get the I didn't get the visual, but check out. Um, once you go to my page, you can check out Chivalry Revived. Um, this is um, you know, one of the new designs. A rose green. I'm saying rose growing out of the concrete. It's a beautiful thing. Also. Check out the Unhinged podcast. You know what I'm saying? They doing big things. Check out. Wait a minute. I got you. Hello, Black Man. Hey, go check out Hello, Black Man podcast. They doing big things. And Ray. also, also, if you happen to be in the Tampa area, go check out my cousin. He lining them up crispy. He got high-end clients like uh, Reggie Wayne, uh, you know, saying things of that nature. At rather unique barbershop. Go check them out as well. I'm rocking that. That you are on the brim. So uh, go check out my cousin if you happen to be in the Tampa Brandon area uh, where you're around here. And Rev C, talk to me, man. Where where can they find you? Hey, man. Uh, on Facebook, I'm just Clexton Middleton, man. I am at, at Rev C Middleton. Um, if you go on the other social media podcast, and my hashtag is, hashtag is Floyd Senior Son. Hashtag Floyd Senior Son. I got to give a shout out to my dad, the man that made it happen. Um, and look out, man, for 15 August, man. The the podcast is dropping. Uh, the Preserve for Purpose podcast is dropping, man. Um, it's a place of purpose, man. We're talking about everything. You know, I am a counselor. I am a social worker, marriage, family counselor, the whole nine yards. Uh, and, and my boys right here at the Men Catch Up podcast, man. I love y'all dearly. But 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 holler at your boy, man. And I do morning motivations in the whole nine. So look at your boy. Look up your boy, man. We 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 making it happen. Yeah, yeah, we out here, man. That 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 morning motivation. Make sure we got the new podcast. My man Rev C is gonna be running that deal. It's gonna be kind of in connection with uh, Mint Catch Up. We for sure gonna be holding them down, uh, making sure that things is getting out there and and get a little different version uh, of some of the uh, things as of life and uh, spirituality and just motivation and counseling that people may need. So you'll be able to hit up. Uh, hit up Clex and Rev C going to be out there doing this thing. So can't wait till August 15th so uh, we can make those things happen. So anybody, anybody got any final words? Hey, man, well, I'm going to say this. Can I, can, I, can I say this real quick and I'm going to let go because I, I, I'm, I'm going to let y'all go. I'm done. Okay. I, gotta, yeah, I, listen, I saw I saw a news podcast. I saw a news broadcast today, man. ESPN. Y'all can talk about this next week. ESPN let go of 20 people today, right? 20 folks. And I said, man, listen, I was I was looking. I was like, oh, man, that's best. Wait a minute. Hold on, dog. These people that they let go. Rich. 
very rich people. They got money. like got money like like we are feeling sorry for them and we're like man i don't know what these people are gonna do what is shannon sharp gonna do he gonna take a trip somewhere he gonna do what he i mean all of these i mean max kellerman yeah what is he gonna do he gonna chill for a little while this is what i need for us to do man as people as folks i mean while we feel for folks and i i get the whole mentality and the whole heart for people i need for us to understand as people, as black people, as people all together, man, we need to make sure that we are doing everything that we possibly can to sustain and make sure that we are okay. Um, in a lot of cases in this country and the worldwide, people don't really, let's just be honest, people don't really care what we got going on. If my light bill ain't paid this month, is Max Kellerman going to give a freak? No, he's not. Because his is taken care of. Hey, Ra, if your mortgage is not going to pay... Is anybody going to come take care of you? No, you got LGI. You actually making it happen and you hustling. The whole situation with the Mint Ketchup podcast and all of us doing what we need to do, we got to make sure as a people that we keep grinding until we shine. I don't care what it is. We got to make sure we keep grinding until we make until we shine. The inflatables, the whole nine. But often you got everything that you have actually going on. We can feel for other people, but do not stop grinding because i can do all things through christ which strengthens me and if you woke up this morning you got strength make it happen brothers make it happen people i mean i can feel for somebody else but in the end of the day these millionaires they got somewhere to go i need you to make sure you got somewhere to go that you got something to do. my brother Ra has been saying even on his personal podcast don't come at me if you don't have a plan for something don't tell me what i got going on if you're not trying to do something for yourself do something for you wake up live up li do life up man look up live up all the whole time and then at some given point you can live it up just like these people they're gonna take a vacation and they on to the next but we who are in the the the, the bowels of society if you will we still gotta grind yep. people grind until you shine i love you it ain't nothing you could do about it and that is the opinion of rev c and rev c alone you are preserved for a purpose find out what your purpose is and operate it and i love y'all for real and i'm gone peace all he, right, meant that, he meant that, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ron, you, you have anything left? No, man, we good. We good. Like I said, go All check right. out Unhinged. Go catch out uh, Hello Black Man podcast. Check out my boy Clexon. He, he coming out. So he dropping on the 12th. Hey, check this out. One more thing. I, hey, 4th of July ain't for, it ain't for everybody. You know what I'm saying? But enjoy your day off. You know what I'm saying? Enjoy your day off. If you, it, ain't, but, it ain't bus. You know what I'm saying? It, it wasn't independence for everybody. But enjoy your day off. You know what I'm saying? You deserve that. You know what I'm saying? Go to the beach, have a drink or not, whatever you do. You know what I'm saying? Life is short. Say, enjoy. Say all the time. Enjoy. Life. Have a good one. Be safe out there. Yep. Make sure y'all take care of each other. And uh, we'll see y'all guys next week. We're going to have a special guest. It's going to be a throwback to our past. Let's go. It's going to be a good time. Let's Let's that go. up. Michael
in the building. Mr. Vinny.